time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Jamie. And welcome to another edition of Bump and Run, our first edition for the new year, Happy 2018. New year. Happy New Year. And uh, it's a it's already started. We're yeah. taping this as after the first round of the Century Tournament of Champions uh, has already been played. So the new season or the new year is underway. I am Run. And I am Bump. And uh, we're very happy. We have a big show today. We Massive. have a big show today. Not only will we be talking to the world's number one golfer, Dustin Johnson. That's big. But it's the first big announcement of our uh, giveaway. We're going to give away something. We'll tease it like that, saying it's a yeah. very good giveaway, though. People will really want to stay to the end of the podcast to hear what we're going to give away. Right. And it's exciting. It'll be, it's, uh, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, and, and so Dustin Johnson will stop by the Bump and Run podcast, that nice guy that he is, and we'll discuss uh, uh, the new driver that he switched to and a little bit about how he picks his clubs because he's got a new driver in the bag, as do a number of people. And in fact, let's start with one guy who has uh, some new gear in the bag, Mr. Uh, T. Woods, who is making his comeback. It's been announced. And not really surprising. He's going to play. <laughs> right, like we kind of been talking, where is he going to play, where is he going to play? And I'm pretty sure everybody thought he'd play Tory Pines, which he is going to play the Northern Trust, uh, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, and then he will also play uh, yeah, end of January. And then in February, he will also play at Riviera, which has not been his favorite course, but it is his foundations tournament at the Genesis Open. That's right. Um, so are you, are you surprised at all? And is this predictable? And how do you think he will fare? Pretty predictable, I think, don't you? Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, I think he'll fare pretty pretty well because, you know, he's won, what, eight times at Torrey? Um, Including the 2008 U.S. Open. Right. His last major, ten last years major. ago. I can't believe that's his last major. But anyways, um, but yeah, I, I, I think he'll fare decently. Um, we haven't seen him since the Bahamas. Um, he looked good. He, he looked good in the Bahamas. He did look good in the Bahamas. If he, if he hits it that well off the tee... I don't see him really having a tremendous amount of issues. I'm sure there'll still be some rust, but uh, he's at a course he likes. It's it's hard to kind of predict. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people are out there saying, well, what's he going to do, or how's he going to play, or will he win, or will he win a major? It's kind of, um, I mean, it's almost impossible just to make, even guess right. what's going to happen, right? You're right. I, mean, I don't know what you'd... No, I agree. Like, uh, I, I don't think we can give a true test to where he's at until probably around Augusta time. Um, yeah. We hope he would play about five or six tournaments by then. And, again, we don't know what his body's going to react to in back-to-back weeks and playing a full tournament and then a couple weeks later playing a full tournament. There's just so too many unknowns. Um, hopefully he's healthy, and I believe that the health will probably stay this time, and then we'll see. I think, I think spring in Augusta is where we're going to see. If he wins before then – a tournament before then, I think that's surprising. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think that uh, I think he's going to play really well. I think he's going to play mm-hmm. four times. I think he'll play those two, which he had on his docket last year, by right. the way, before he went to Abu Dhabi and messed up his back or Dubai or whatever it was. And I think the I think he'll play uh, two in Florida, Bay Hill, right. Honda, and then go to Augusta. Right. I think that's where it'll be. Right. And I think I think he'll have a top ten. At least one top ten before Agreed. he goes to Augusta. I agree too, and and again, we'll see how he goes from, you know, coming into Augusta. We'll have a good 
sign of where his game's at, I think. Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, let's leave Mr. Woods alone. Right now, though, who do you who are there players that you have got? I don't know how many people are in a pool. I just had to fill mine out with my dad. It's embarrassing where uh, the pool we go into. It's a money pool. It's right. run at our golf club. There's 400 teams. Last year, my dad and I had three teams. We didn't even crack the top 300. Really? <laughs> so that's not good for the golf <laughs> analyst here. No. But it is honest. It does show you how unpredictable it is. It is really unpredictable. I mean, yeah. Uh, but I am looking so guys. So I looked so through and tried to find who, guys. Who are some of the guys that down that uh, money list? So some you? of the guys that I picked that were kind of down there that were. I, there's two two categories I look for. I mean, we always have a couple of big name guys in there, but we always look for guys who are maybe were injured, so they didn't play a lot, and their money value was down. Right. So in that category, uh, that category, Jimmy Walker, mm-hmm. who had Lyme disease, and is coming back. Crazy story. And Brant Snedeker. Right. That's another one. So I thought uh, those two guys, um, <laughs> to me, were were pretty good value. And then in the other category, which is guys who I think will like blossom this year. Uh, Patrick Cantlay, mm-hmm. I think, is the guy. Ollie Schneiderjins is Ollie, the guy yeah. I put, picked up. And then uh, Brandon Hagee, big long hitter. Yeah, I, I, so, I think all, like, if, you, if you're looking down the money list, in the, in the, you, know, you look for value in the, you know, around the one and a half to two million range. Right. You know, you, if you want to take a gamble on a guy like Adam Scott, who right. made 1.7 around, 1.7 million last year. Only played 16 times, but usually in those 16 starts, he's double that. Um, yeah, you're right. So you're he's, right. there's another guy that if he's, you know, he'll play all the majors and all the WGCs and, you know, Snedeker's right behind him like that. You know, a guy like Graham DeLette who only made $1.6 million last year. I always, I'm always a little nervous about Graham. I love Graham. He's one of our good friends, but, you know, he's you never know from week to week how right. he's going to feel with the bad back. Jason Day is another guy who kind of had, you know, an off year last right. year. Can he come back and have more? Um, you know, I look like I, a guy we, like Brandon Grace, who yeah. was kind of off last year. Um, at one point three million in a money pool is re- is that's really solid value because he's going to play at least twenty times and play in all the majors. Um, there's there's another style of pool that's come out too, which I found pretty interesting. I haven't heard about it before this year. Uh, but I'm in one, and it's a, a one-and-done pool. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been in one of those uh, a couple of times, uh, not recently. But, yeah, it's an interesting one where you pick one guy per per year, really, every, every one guy, well, our guy, Ours is you pick a guy per tournament. He, all he has to do is make the cut, and but you can't pick the same guy twice. Right. It, I, I was so, in one where you get their money value for whatever they play, so they miss the tournament. And you get one mulligan yeah. a year, and it costs you fifty thousand dollars. So if the guy goes it costs out, you fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, so you That's pay fifty thousand. And if the guy goes <laughs> and, you know, we had one where Justin Rose, we switched to Justin Rose because one of our guys was hurt, and he won. Wow! So so you get bonus points right. if he wins. Well, you get money—the money that they make. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. But if you, well, that's pretty good. You know, I agree with you with Jason Day. Like he's a guy, you know, and a guy like Phil Mickelson who, you know, could yep. make more than two point one million. Uh, even even we took Phil, we took Phil in one of our pools. You know, we have three entries. If actually. you're looking at a guy like an up and comer is Cameron Smith, who yes, who uh, made two point one million last year. He's going to play a lot. Um, Wes Bryan. 
Wes Bryan's another one. Um, even- See, the other the other category you can pick guys that go into is guys who last year got you know had were say rookies or first or second right. year. Now they've jumped themselves into all the uh, World Golf Championships. Like an Adam Hadwin is a guy like exactly. that. He's going to play. He knows he's in all the majors already, or most of them. You that know, kind the, of a category as well. You know, I you know I just think, you know, you're looking down. You know, Patrick Reed at three million could easily be six million um, if you yes. want. But like and Jay Day at two point nine, um, those guys are solid solid picks. Like you know, if you're looking at, you know, guys coming from the Web Tour, you know, the guys, you know, a guy like Chesson Hadley, who basically won everything on the web tour is probably a very pretty value pick he's going to play a lot well you know who, you know who else is a good pick austin cook because he's already won he's already won exactly so he gets in all his tournaments that's right, right. that's right <laughs> so that's a big one you know those guys like you know chess and hadley's easy because he's got exempt status throughout the whole year um yeah doesn't have to worry about the reshuffle but you know you know a guy like you know pat and kazire's already won this year as well. Yes. And yes. didn't have he probably would have been pretty low last year. So you know another guy who's interesting who just might have a bounce back here is Keegan Bradley. Yeah, could. Who just could. I keep waiting. I picked him the last couple of years though and, and hasn't done I, anything, but eventually it's gonna come around you would think, right? How about see woo shaking that ass. <laughs> or what about uh, what about uh, what about um, uh, Sang Moon Bay? Sang Moon Bay, that's right, coming back after being in the military. So, so there's some picks out there. Hope we gave you a few of there that you might want to use, um, think about. But uh, you know, I think the golf bre- pools are. You know, even if it's not a golf pool, the breakout guy, I agree with you, is Patrick Cantley. I think he's going to. I think so. Have a tremendous year and probably vault himself up into that conversation. He's that good. Maybe Peter Uline. Maybe Peter Uline. Yeah. He could play well. Yep. They're buddies. They could do well. They could do well. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on a little bit. Now we're talking about Adam Howe. We talked about Graham Dillette. Mm-hmm. What? Who do you think is going to be the best Canadian this year? I, I mean, I know Adam Hadwin is going to have all sorts of advantages right. because he's well, like this week he's already playing, right? Right. He's, but I, I think the guy that we have sort of overlooked, and for I don't know why we do, but we sort of always do is is Nick Taylor, mm-hmm. who's already having he's a great year. Had a tremendous start. Um, with, yeah, uh, with a couple top tens in the in the fall schedule. Um, yep. I, I still think it's Adam. Um, I just think he's got the most talent right now. Um, yeah. But, you know, I I just have a real – I just think Graham Dillette's going to find it this yeah. year. I, I really so. do. That'd be great. And, That'd be great. And, like, the way he putted near the end of the season, Yeah. you know, gives me a real good feeling about his game because he can hit the ball – he hits the ball as good as anybody. Sure. So I, I really think those are the top. I, I and I, and Nick Taylor's already well on his way to securing his card because he he picked up so many points in the in I the know. fall season. It's crazy. It's, huh? it's great. And you know, I just, I think the Canadians are going to do really well. Ben Silverman had a, had a terrific got two start top in the tens, fall. right? Yeah, yeah, two and top the, tens and already. And the... you know, he got he got some early FedEx points, which is good for him because you know he's got a and moved up that. Uh, moved up that he's list. got 100 he's got 144 fedex cup points which is which is basically really halfway and, there uh, to yeah nick taylor's got 187 right. so that's uh that's pretty darn good for the magic number guys, last year was 325 it could be you know you could make a case that it could be the uh, one of the best years ever for canadian guys yeah. in the pga tour. yeah i agree like should be interesting to see i was interested to see how ben silverman would react in the pga tour and, and so far so good uh, he's played pretty he's played really well Corey connor's made yeah. every cut 
Um, yeah, yeah, you know, was, that's right. You know, Adam didn't play play much in the fall, but uh, and even Graham Dillette had a had a good finish in the in the fall and got some valuable points. I think he's at over a hundred. Sure. Um, so I, it's a good. It's going to be a good year. If you ask me, what Canadian's probably going to do the best? It's probably Brooke Henderson, though, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, probably. Uh, all right, we're also going to talk to uh, we all want to talk about we want to talk about Dustin Johnson, mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to join us here in a minute. Uh, DJ uh, finished the year as number one in the world, and it's amazing. I never uh, this stat came up the other day. Someone was saying that it's not since two thousand seven oh eight. I think it is. Has and since Tiger Woods did it, has a player repeated as number one at the end of the year? Really? Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. So Dustin Johnson has the chance to do that if he can hold on and be it, do it this year. Mm-hmm. But um, I think uh, he said this week that uh, at, before teeing off at the Century that he's now just back to normal. It took him five months really to get over the uh, the fall on the step at, right. uh, Augusta, at Augusta's <laughs> it's house. Really too bad. I can't. I, was, I would have loved to see what would have happened had that not happened. How that yeah, how amazing. that year how the year would have went um, because he was dominant at the time. Yeah, and then no lost it there. It. Lost it there until you know lost his game. Only because, won Northern Trust. It. Yeah. So but four four wins. He's got fourteen yeah. wins. He's won seven times in the last two years, and. Uh, I, I I just think he's the best. He obviously is the best golfer in the world by the ranking. Right. But I don't know if it's. I don't even know how. I mean, I guess Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth with five wins and things. It's just. It's amazing though. I think Dustin Johnson's game is if it's if he's playing well, I don't know if he can be beaten. No, I I, I agree. Like he, if he's he's already improved his wedge game so much. We saw that early in the year last year before he hurt his back. Man, he's just he's just got all the all the talent. It's just all these guys do too, right? Like all these guys have, yeah. you know. But he let me. He's one guy me, that if he's going good, can just keep going, and it's and really it makes hard it look to beat. So easy right. it makes it look so easy. Right. So here's a cool here's a cool uh, here's a cool thing that happened. So before Christmas, I went out to Carlsbad at the uh, TaylorMade plant, mm-hmm. and Dustin Johnson yep. was there. And one of the things he does now is he hits wedges with a track man behind him to try and dial in exactly the distance that he's hitting them. So he actually hit wedges, and before the track man could register, he would say, oh, that's 88 yards. And then the track man would go up, and he was within one or two yards on almost every shot. That's it unreal. Was scary how freaky how, how good it was. Yeah. Uh, and, and amazing to see how dialed in he is. But he says he does that a lot, just hits a lot of these wedge shots and has a 64-degree wedge up. You know, we got four wedges. He rolls through them all and tries to hit them all and it's it's showing in his uh in his numbers Absolutely obviously showing with, it. with yeah, the wedges. Yeah, that his wedge numbers have improved so much in the last two years and is really what has propelled him to number one in the world, really. Like he's always been a great yeah. driver of the ball, um and a long driver of the ball. And his putting's always been pretty good. Despite right. despite some key misses. It's in, a hot in and the cold, past it's hot and cold, but it's always been pretty decent. But that you know when you drive it as far as you do, if you don't have a good wedge game, then where's the advantage? The advantage is gone, right? He had a, uh, he had a, uh, by the way, he had, um, uh, what was I going to say? I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's not good. Oh, yeah, he was number one in strokes gained overall. Right. 1.95. So that's I, that's to me that's like two the combination shots. of all the strokes gained categories. Yeah. That's almost two strokes, two shots uh, in the, to the against the field, right? Yeah. That's a stunning number, that's stunning number to me. So he switched over to the uh, new drivers, the uh, M3 and the M4. I think he's got the M4 in the bag actually. 
and um, he was talking. I had a chance to, to chat with him about that, about that switch. Um, and it's interesting how some guys have no problem switching clubs. Like they'll hit it three or four times, or six or seven times, and and they put it right in the bag. Other guys, you know, they got to get it dialed in. They'll hit mm-hmm. hundreds of shots with it. They gotta they gotta make sure that the shaft's right and all the settings are right. And and um, it's interesting talking to some of the tour fitters about the differences in the guys. But Dustin Johnson. Um, was pretty quick. He just sort of said he hit it like two times. He says, "Okay, I want it in the bag." Wow! <laughs> and, uh, he, and he talks about that um, in the uh, in the interview that we did with him. But before we get to that interview, we have a special announcement. Yes. We need a sound effect. Can dun, make a sound dun, effect. Dun. Okay, that's, a, that's not a great so sound are, effect for that. <laughs> we we are going to give away an M3 or an M4 driver here on Bump and Run. Yes, Amazing. we're going to give away one of the hot new. Uh, drivers, it's gonna. It's actually we're not. I'm saying M3 or M4 because actually what's gonna happen is we're gonna get fit. You're gonna get fit for the driver, especially if you live in the Toronto area, which I hope you do, or yeah. somewhere near a uh, somewhere near a fitting uh, a fitting center. If not, we'll make some sort of arrangements to get you the club that that will suit you best. Mm-hmm. Um, but thanks to the folks at TaylorMade, they're gonna give us one of these to give away. And what we want to do is we're gonna run this over a couple of weeks. We want you to send us a picture of your driver currently. It can be any model. Doesn't have to be a TaylorMade why it doesn't work for you anymore and why you think you you should get this uh, M3 or M4 driver. So you have to send it to at TSN Golf or at Bob Weeks TSN. Uh, send us a picture or, or even on Instagram at Bob Weeks TSN. And use the hashtag yeah. bump and run. Yeah, use the hashtag bump and run, yeah, all on word. And you have to try and tell us why you deserve it. And we'll give it away in a couple of weeks here yeah. as we go through some of the uh, the entries. I as as people who have gone through the process, the fitting process is really cool. It really yeah. is. Um, I, uh, thanks to you, I I had the experience last year with the with the uh, M1 M2 driver, and uh, it was it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see. Sometimes it's not cool to see your numbers, but <laughs> yeah, I know. But it is pretty cool how they can uh, just tailor make what you need and then just make yeah. it right in front of you. It was it was. Now, I will was I will cool. say that. I, they have a couple of spots where they do this. They do one in, uh, I know for sure, in, at Glen Abbey. And they do another one up there, headquarters in Toronto. But the one in Toronto, by the way, they are just they just moved offices, so they're still setting it up. Right. We're taping this, I think, January 5th, so it's uh, it might be a little while. But there's no probably rush if you're living in Canada unless you're going to be going down south or something. Exactly. But we'll get this to you. Uh, actually, I don't even think it comes out till the end of February, so um, we'll figure it out. But anyway, send us that. Um, any last thoughts there? I just, I, I really just before, before I just really like DJ's outlook. I get, you know, I like everybody. Um, yep. as long as that back's healthy, he's hard to beat, but it's going to be a great year. I think, um, you know, I know a lot of people don't like the depth. They like, you know, a lot of people like when Tiger dominated everything and that was fun to watch right. and exciting to watch him do his, his thing. But I really like the crop of players and the fact that week to week, you know, maybe Jordan Spieth pops up here, or Justin Thomas here, or how Justin Rose played down the stretch. If Sergio comes yeah. back, what happens to Phil? If Phil can win for the first time in a while, um, DJ and all all the top players, John Rom, how's he, how's his second year going to be, or third year? Sorry, um, how's he going to follow up his big year? Um, Hideki Matsuyama, like there's just a lot of really good players, and they're all young, and it's. I think just it's exciting. And how Rory, especially Rory, I really think by the end of the year, with that stat you put out, I don't think DJ will be number one. I th- I, I really think Rory's going to have a special year, and I, I picked him to be number one by the end of it. 
Oh, I forgot to ask you one last question. Okay. Uh, Ricky Fowler wearing the uh, shirt. Oh, he's uh, the Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt. shirt. The untucked shirt. Yes or no? Yeah, why not? He's in Hawaii. Yeah, I like it. People, people, it's great. Like, people criticize too much. It's like who, tuck your shirt in. Yeah, to tuck your shirt. Like he's in Hawaii. The one comment I that he, I did like was I forget who said it, but it was uh, it was he looks like he's uh, coaching Shamanad to a 45-point loss in the Maui Invitational, which is an NCAA basketball <laughs> reference. Shamanad is a school in Hawaii, and they always get killed by everybody there. And it's uh, if you've ever watched the Maui Invitational, all the coaches are wearing that style of shirt, all of them. So that, that, I, that, uh, that, that comment was awesome. But, I, I thought you know, does it look great? Right? like Magnum P.I. I'm surprised like he – I think he does look like Magnum P.I. I'm surprised he wore it. But, again, he's in Hawaii. Who cares? Well, I think it was wasn't it last year we wore the joggers. Yeah, so. he wore the jogger. He's uh, always willing he's... to try things. Um, exactly. So people shouldn't be surprised. Will he wear that no. throughout the whole year? No. I, I hope so. Just that one it shirt, that same shirt, the same shirt all year. But yeah, can he wash it? No. No, that would. <laughs> it's, like an episode, it's like an episode of Survivor. He just has to wear the same clothes, <laughs> same clothes every, all day, the time. every day. Every <laughs> day. All right, with that, we will uh, we will say adieu, uh, although we have uh, Dustin Johnson, world number one here, coming up right now talking about his new driver and uh, what he likes in his bag for this coming year. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks a lot for listening. Dustin Johnson, some new gear in the bag this year. I know you've been busy testing it, but walk us back to your first impression when you saw the twist face and you looked at that. And if you hadn't known what they had told you just before, what would you have thought about that being successful as a golf club? Um, well, to me, I mean, it, it made sense. So, it, you know, so it was actually, you know, I, I thought it was great. I didn't know how it was going to work, but looking at it and hearing, you know, what they were saying about it, it made sense, but I hadn't hit it yet. So, um, you know, but I guess that's the first, first step is, but to me, you know, the first time seeing it and everything is definitely different. Um, but, you know, looking down at it, it didn't look any different. But it's just small adjustments that, you know, made sense. So I was excited to get out and hit it and test it. When you did get out there and test it, anything different, anything stand out for you when you first started to hit it? Um, I mean, I think the the biggest thing, like the the toe, hitting it high on the toe, you could definitely tell where, where it, the ball flew a lot straighter and stayed in the air a little bit longer. Um, you know, getting that little bit of extra loft there on the toe. Uh, I think that was, you know, for me, that's kind of where I, I miss it, would be kind of high high and towards the toe. So, you know, the, it definitely flew a little bit straighter. What, how long does it take you to get a club like that to a point where you're ready to put it in a competition? Um, it didn't take very long. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, just, you know, I I can generally tell with one hit, um, you know, if, if I like it or if we need to, to do something, you know, adjust it. And, you know, this driver, Keith, came down last week and he brought two drivers and the first one I hit I liked and, uh, you know, the numbers were really good and we kind of fine-tuned it yesterday here on the on the track, man. But I really, we hit, uh, I hit the new driver. I was hitting it inside on, on a like on a, on a, yeah, on a simulator. And we, you know, we got it pretty dialed in just, just on the simulator. And then, um, I came out here yesterday and we, we really kind of fine tuned it and it was very good. My numbers improved 
I got more ball speed, you know, about three miles an hour average uh, ball speed from last year's driver. So, um, you know, I'm very happy with it. Do you ever get amazed that they continue to find new ways and innovative ways to make these things better and easier for you? Yeah, I mean, it, it always amazes me because I feel like the, the driver that I'm playing is the best driver that I've ever had, and how can they, you know, how can they make one better? And then they somehow always do. And so, yeah, it's very amazing. But, you know, this year I think what the, for me I like the M3. Um, you know, I think it's going to be, you know, very good. I think it's going to be very successful. And, you know, for me I'm very excited to play it. I, I really like it better than the driver I was playing. And I really like that driver. So, you know, it's exciting. All right. Good luck with the new driver, with the new gear. We'll Thank look you. for you in 2018. Right. Perfect. Thanks, DJ. <coughs> See you soon. Jason, you want to go?